On today's show, in a shocking development, FCA CEO Sergio Marchion steps down over health issues. The Detroit Auto Show makes a major announcement, and we get to drive an all-electric Corvette with a manual. That's right, an electric car with a manual transmission. All that and more coming right up on AutoLine Daily. This is AutoLine Daily, the show for enthusiasts of the global automotive industry. No doubt you already heard this, but in a shocking development over the weekend, Fiat Chrysler replaced its CEO Sergio Marchione. Michael Manley, who had been running Jeep, will take over. Marchione apparently suffered serious health issues resulting from surgery on his shoulder and is reportedly in intensive care at a hospital in Zurich, Switzerland. Then, this morning, Alberto Altavia, the head of FCA's European operations, resigned from the company. He had been in the running to replace Marchione and is obviously not sticking around after he got passed over. Marchione was also the CEO of Ferrari and Luis Camilleri was just named to replace him. Camilleri, who is 63 years old, is the chairman of Philip Morris, the giant cigarette company. John Elkan was named as chairman of Ferrari. He's part of the Agnelli family, which owns Exor, the family's financial investment company that has large holdings in FCA, Ferrari, and Juventus, the Italian soccer club. And, well, it's finally official. The North American International Auto Show in Detroit is moving from January to June, starting in 2020. By moving the show out of winter and into summer, organizers say it will allow them to set up events outdoors and in other parts of downtown Detroit. They plan to have autonomous car driving events, live music, and food trucks. And moving the show to June also gets it out from under the shadow of CES, which is held a week before NAIS, and is stealing concept car reveals. Organizers also need to make a change because a number of automakers pulled out of the event in recent years. We also think it's likely they're going to drop the North American International Auto Show name and change it to the Detroit Auto Show. And we are in favor of that. Still to come, BMW plans to electrify its M division within the next decade. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone Tires, your journey, our passion. Dow Automotive Systems, advanced materials that deliver better results. And by Lear, a global leader in automotive seating and electrical systems. Waymo is really racking up the autonomous miles. Last November, Waymo announced it had driven 4 million self-driven miles. Now, just eight months later, that number is 8 million miles. That's according to CEO John Kraftcheck, who also notes it's logging 25,000 miles a day with its autonomous fleet and has put in over 5 billion miles in simulation. This also shows that AVs can operate on today's roads and do not need a lot of infrastructure improvements to be viable. Waymo plans to launch its autonomous ride-hailing service later this year, and Kraftcheck hints the company will be expanding into other areas as well. He says it will soon announce a plan on how it's going to use its technology to move people from their home or work to existing public transportation hubs so people can get more out of those services. It looks like the future of BMW's M cars is all about electrification. BMW M Division CEO Frank Van Meel at a media event in Spain 
said that all BMW M cars will be electrified within the next decade. He did, however, say this will be a gradual process because BMW wants an electrified M vehicle to feel like a traditional BMW M car. Van Meel went on to say that electrification components are still quite heavy, so the M division will want to wait until it can find the best electric powertrain for the job. Toyota published an interview with chief engineer Tetsuya Tata at the Goodwood Festival of Speed, where the engineer divulged some interesting details about the new A90 Supra. According to Tata, it will have a lower center of gravity than the GT86 while being twice as rigid. That means the Supra will be roughly as rigid as the Lexus LFA without using carbon fiber. Tata also revealed that the new Supra will sport a shorter wheelbase than the GT86 while also having a wider track. The chief engineer revealed he has concerns about fans of the old Supra accepting the new car, but emphasized that much of the Supra basics were still intact. The new Supra will carry a front-mounted inline-six engine and will be rear-wheel drive, just like the old Supra. In racing news over the weekend, Sebastian Vettel's history of never winning his home race in Germany continued. He threw away a near-certain win, sliding off the track and into the barriers late in the race in his Ferrari when rain showers briefly hit the track. That allowed Lewis Hamilton, who started 14th on the grid, to take the win in his Mercedes and regain the lead in the Drivers' Championship. And at the NASCAR race in New Hampshire, Kevin Harvick crossed the finish line first in his Ford Fusion. He used the old-school bump-and-run method to get past Kyle Busch's Toyota Camry with only six laps to go. Coming up next, who ever heard of an electric with a manual transmission? On last week's AutoLine After Hours, we were joined by Andrew Saul, the CEO of a company called Genovation, which is converting Corvettes into electric vehicles. The car is wicked fast, beautifully engineered, and also has a unique feature you don't find on many EVs, a manual transmission. Yeah, a manual. Take a look. You can't stall it. It's the easiest stick shift in the world to drive. You can put it in third gear and just drive around town all day if you want. Um, and when we broke the records, we didn't use first gear. It was just over too quickly with all that torque. Um, so we launched in second gear, and we, we didn't use sixth gear um, because that was an overdrive and really wouldn't have helped us. Um, but yeah, you drive it just like you would a, a gas-powered car, um, and you get a feel for it really quickly. Um, you know, through the software, we can really dial it in so it feels just like the V8 did. It's just a different sound. Um, there's a shift light, so it tells you the, the ideal um, shift point. Um, but yeah, it's, it's um, very intuitive, but, very smooth. I mean, but, but you literally do have to downshift all the way down to start and stop the vehicle? Um, or, or would you just have it in third and say to hell with it? You could leave it in second and third and just drive around town. Um, but if, you, you know, if you're on the track, obviously, you, right. you want to use that, um, that torque multiplication. And, and that's the neat thing. People don't realize that you know, with, with a Tesla, a single-speed transmission, um, it's very, very quick off the line, but um, it tops out at 155. And, and uh, at, at that speed, the motors are spinning at, I think, 16,000 RPMs. Mm -hmm. And if you, if you went any faster, you'd overwrap the motors and damage them. Mm -hmm. um, so that's why the, the multi-speed transmission made sense. We really don't need six or seven or eight gears in the automatic. Um, you know, three or four would probably be fine, but uh, <laughs> four was ideal, really. So do you heel and toe 
Do you, do you, you blip the accelerator to yes. blip the electric engine to yeah. match gears? You definitely could. <laughs> um, it'll do rev matching. We can do that too. So you kept so. the paddles from the factory on there that you can. Yeah. Wow, that's pretty. Yeah, on the current prototype that we would not expect that with an EV. That's yeah. that's pretty wild. It's going to be so much fun to get on a, on a track with with some nice hairpins and have some fun. For more about Genovation and its electric Corvette, you can watch that entire discussion right now on our website, autoline.tv, or you can find it on our YouTube channel. But that brings us to the end of today's report. Thanks for watching, and please join us again tomorrow.